Welcome everyone to uh, In the Village, a Prisoner intro cast. Today we'll be talking about two things. Yes, two things. Um, uh, the Simpsons episode, uh, the computer who, who, wore, who wore many men's shoes, if I could actually say that. <laughs> and the uh, Prisoner episode of the British comedy program, 2.4 Children. But before we get there... My name is Shane, as I'm joined as always by Aaron. Hello. And John. Salutations. We have oh, no guests today. <laughs> <laughs> we have no guests this episode, so let's get straight to it, and we're going to start with The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Okay. Yes. So. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, you obviously. Obviously, you've both have seen this episode before, I'm assuming? Not until we watched it the other week. Oh, okay. Season 12 was kind of... I, I, I'm an on-and-off Simpsons watcher. I don't religiously follow it. It was kind of one of those things when I was growing up I wasn't allowed to watch, and then even now I kind of I watch it every so often, but I'm not religiously following of it. Okay. And I haven't seriously watched The Simpsons probably since... 98, 99, something like that. So, oh, okay. You both do surprise me. I thought it was one of those things that... Uh, Everybody yeah. in America watches. Well, I wasn't going to go quite like that. I wasn't going to go quite like that, <laughs> but yes. Um, the, the Simpsons, I think, is unique because it's kind of drag and drop. I mean, you can you can watch them for, for a long time and then leave for a long time and come back and you didn't really miss anything. Um I suppose that's that's their strength and their weakness, I guess. I mean, there's 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 definitely definitely arguments um, about how it was real. It was pretty good until about oh, I think some people have said after like season ten or something, it, it kind of drops off. A lot of the later, newer episodes, people are saying are pretty bad. You know, if you trawl through the internet long enough. Yeah, but people on the internet say that about everything. Oh, that's true, but it seems to be the general consensus about among most 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 Simpsons viewers that the 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 past at least at least the past five seasons have kind of just really 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 sucked. And yet, people still watch it. Oh yeah. Otherwise, it would have been cancelled years ago. Okay, well, we'll get into the episode, and um, uh, we we've always got a laugh at the chalkboard uh, gag, which this time reads. I'll only provide a urine sample when asked. <laughs> Gross. Thanks, Bart. Thanks for that. Yes. And, yes, so we actually get into the episode itself. And we open up because um, Homer wants to get into work, not, without the, not realizing it's a day off. Yeah, because the plant's being fumigated. Indeed. I like how it just switches over to Mr. Burns, like with the one little tiny bug bomb thing, and he just yep. sets it off. And he's like, oh, crap, and then gets... <laughs> passes out because of the gas. <laughs> and we see Danny and Carl drive up, and they're all relaxing, and they said, why, isn't, why is Homer at work? Didn't he get the email? <laughs> well, of course, he doesn't have a computer. Exactly. Because he's Homer. Yeah, indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So he goes up. It's one of my favorite j- gags in the, uh, in the entire episode, when Homer was, says, let me out. Not really saying, of course, he's on the outside. <laughs> Just further proof that Homer's an idiot. Yes. I know. So he goes to get the computer. 
And have you ever had this in a shop where, you know, you just want to buy this thing and the the guy comes over and says, no, you don't want to buy this, you want to buy this other thing, which, which is about 20 times more expensive. Uh, well, you mean every time anybody has to call Comcast? Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> are, are you sure you don't want the Ultra Deluxe Package, sir? It comes with one extra channel. For about $80 more. Yeah. Yep. About... $80 Britain. So. <laughs> and that one extra channel is BBC America. Uh, well, I need my BBC America. Oh. With its constant stretch of the next generation reruns. Yes. What is with that? I have not got a clue. Star Trek that big in England? Uh, not really. I don't think it's been on a terrestrial ch- a terrestrial channel for years. Anyway, we're digressing. Here we are. I I I I think yes. Yes. Anyway, so you get so um, Homer gets at home and Lisa sets it all up after a few false starts. I just like the fact that when he's buying the thing, he's got to run his deed through his house through a scanner. Mm. It's like you are yes. on your fifth mortgage. Good. Now, this is going to be the best computer ever, right? And it's never going to not be? Yes, of course. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Of course, you know, the stuff runs so fast these days. Make her the beast, I'm afraid. Yeah, and indeed. indeed. And sometimes the computer doesn't want to update. Hello, hello, Windows 10. What? That, that's for a different podcast, Shane. Yes. What? Yeah, so Homer decides to... Steal all these avatars and put them onto his own page, which he looks at an absolute mess. <laughs> the dancers. Yes. I like so, how they have like the 1995 flying toaster uh, little gif thing on his page. Yeah. And the visitor ticker as well. Yeah. Because, you know, we still do that, right? It's a GeoCities site, right? Yes. That's still I mean, GeoCities still existed in 2004. When this season happened. That's true. Or, I'm sorry, that was even before that. I'm on season 16. Oh, okay. Season season 12, which was, two, which was you know, 1999 to 2000. So, yes, GeoCities still obviously existed. Really? It came out that long ago? Dang. <coughs> so, Homer, wanting the uh, visitor can take over and it hasn't, decides to put a ton of uh, rumors... Onto his homepage. He knows things. Indeed, he does. Yes. I just like that when uh, he's him and Lisa are talking about uh, uh, what, what he's going he's to call himself Mr. X so he doesn't get in trouble for stealing copyright stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bart's trying to talk about how he's angry all the time and he brought a sl- switchblade to class and yeah, he, he punched out a cop. Please copy <laughs> Like Everybody's just ignoring him. He's like, yep, yeah, everything's wrong with our family. So yes, um, typical American family. Yes, yes. Thank oh, you, typical Shane. of the Simpsons. <laughs> Appreciate that, Shane. Or I've just been watching too many cop- cops episodes. Don't watch cops, man. Cop cops is cops is it, 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 you watch it to make yourself feel better about your own family life. <laughs> uh, we have that over here. It's called the Jeremy Car Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's the thing over there, right? As well. Uh, maybe. I don't watch TV, so... Anyway, he puts all these all these things on the internet, and lo and behold, we find them actually true. Yeah, the Well, mayor. I mean, he originally, he, he originally does start the website out as, you know, a guy actually finding news and hiding yep. it himself. And yep. until 
you know, the whole awarding the Pulitzer Prize uh, and yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, donation. Yeah. He exposes himself yeah. as Mr. X, and then suddenly nobody wants to talk to him anymore. Yeah. And then he starts making things up yeah. on the spot, even though it's completely, totally yes. ir- irresponsible, and then suddenly gets what? gassed. Yeah. What? what? And, been, and been taken to the island. The island. Yeah, we totally... Uh... I, 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 I have to laugh that the way they took him to the island was the way they ended the prisoner in a giant truck. Yes. <laughs> uh, we, we skipped the part about the uh, the double coming in and trying to strangle him. Had we gotten to that point? I, I don't that remember right. the... I thought, I thought that was right at the end. I thought that was near near the later in the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I might be... After, you know, yeah, I, 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 we, I jumped all the way to the part where he walks into what he thinks is Quickie Mart, but it's not really Quickie Mart, and Mart <laughs> goes into Quickie Mart, and Apu's yeah. there, tied up and duct Gagged, tape. yeah. Even though we have skipped the entire thing with Mr. Burns selling the uranium. Uranium is a terrorist. It's not yeah. surprising. It's, it's Mr. Burns. Yeah. The fact that he, he hadn't done this before is amazing. Mm-hmm. And as soon as, he, as soon as Homer pulls it on, online, literally within 30 seconds, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. right over him. <laughs> anyway, he gets, he gets taken to the island. Crazy purple market, yes. Indeed. By which point we're about 15 minutes into the episode. And he, and it's uh, it's kind of like the opening, um, <laughs> in, the, in the in the prisoner, isn't it? Really? Yeah, he wakes up and he's like, oh, oh, oh. And there's Patrick going. Yeah, that's number six, <laughs> and he's number five. Yeah, in your face, six. Yep. Yeah. T- and how I invented the. This is the, this is the episode we find out why he's in the village. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he invented the bottomless peanut bag. Yeah. Well, Marge is trying to find him, and I guess they, they get the search out with the dog, and you know, dog is is dying in the water. And but yeah, he he finally meets. Well, he did, number two doesn't get, actually get a number, does he? In the in this thing. Um, I'm not sure. I don't. I, I that that was one of my notes that. That was actually one of my notes, you know, because obviously everybody else is numbered, but he isn't. So, I don't believe he was actually. So, anyway, uh, we find out the reason why he's been taken to the island, and it's because of the, uh, uh, um... It was the, uh, vaccine thing, wasn't it? Yes, it was. was, That's the word I was looking for. Just before Christmas, so everyone can do the shopping. Why do you think? Why else do you think flu vaccines are given out right before holiday season shopping? Yes. Oh, of course, it's mind control. Yes. It somehow is topically relevant to today. Yes. Damn it, Simpsons. Yes, and that's when the German Homer comes in. And number uh, number five, or Homer, uh, c- keeps constantly getting gassed. <laughs> it's, it's just the running gag. Yeah. Crazy purple knockout gas, man. Yeah. But yeah, so we've got number six and number five, and number six um, shows him his wrath, and then it took me it took me thirty years to build this. Yes, out of toilet paper, sporks, and uh, the sailors made out of scabs. Yeah, no, there's enough room for two people. Yeah, we can get away from. Oh god, it's the third time the time. Yes, he gets chased down by Rover, and he uses or an anti-escape warp. Yes. Uh, the which we just we just we just we just we just poke with a fork. Yeah. 
He just reaches up and stabs him with the fork and yeah. kills the cops. In the control room, they're like, why did you think that would work? Because shut up! That's why! <laughs> at that point, yeah, at the point he finally gets back, but they've taken control of his computer! Again? Yes. And... Then we get German homework. Yeah. Then we get the fight. Yeah. Well, if he's anything like me, he won't like a kick in the crotch. Yeah. But yeah, Homer de- destroys the fake Homer. It's like, let's get Sword Man all over again. Again. <laughs> but they welcome him home, and don't they look have... in the dog's mouth. Do not look in the dog's mouth. Because they all get gassed again. Yeah. <laughs> then they wake up on the island again. They're all yeah. prim and proper. It's like, oh, well, once you get used to the gassing, it's not bad here. Yeah. <laughs> and then the koala gasses everybody <laughs> else, and then we end the episode. Yeah. Uh, so overall, what do you think? Uh, well, it's, I mean, given we... In terms of a Simpson episode, it's it, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's got some solid in, writing. In terms... Uh, plus the fact that they actually got Patrick McGowan to come back. Yeah. And be number six again. Just for like a grand total of like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, literally about two or three lines. And that was it. But it was, it was nice actually to have him in there, though. Yeah. I think it's funnier if you actually know what they're referencing. So. Yeah. Otherwise, you're sitting there confused. It's like, what what, what the heck are they referencing? This makes no sense at all. <laughs> you know, it only took them 12 seasons to get a prisoner reference in, so... That's true. The one thing I haven't done, actually, and I'm going to go... And I'm going to load up the episode, so bear with me one moment. What's that? Is... I don't know if they've, um... Uh, put a, uh... Prisoner thing on there, because, um... The 2.4 Children episode that we'll be getting to later on actually puts in a, you know, prisoner is owned by They might not need to because they're doing strict parody. True, but that's 2.4 Children was, you know... Yeah, but they're, they're using like, direct <laughs> like physical stuff from the prisoner as mm. to where The Simpsons is, you know, animated. True. True, true, true. I don't know. I don't know how it wor- all works. Copyright but they did, weird. Yeah, but they did use get Petra McGowan in, so that's what I was asking. But I, the video doesn't want to load up, so for some odd reason, so we won't worry about that. So yes, yeah, I joined you there. Actually, I really enjoyed it myself. Actually, I mean, I don't watch too many episodes. No, I don't watch too many episodes over the Simpsons. You're not but, missing much by not watching a whole lot of episodes of The Simpsons. I think. You know the only the only recent Simpsons episode I ever I ever saw was the um, um, Family Guy crossover, which I thought was quite which I thought was quite fun. I haven't. Yeah. Seen. So, anything else about the Simpsons? Hmm. I, I don't think I have anything. No. Um, I thought there were some good gags. Um, they had some pretty once good. Get used to the gassing. Yeah, what you get used to the gassing. See you in the village. <laughs> The island, the island. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. See so you on the island. Yes, the island. Yes. Um, we haven't had a plane crash yet, though. Last uh, reference there for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, other than that, you know, it's um, again, it's Simpsons. It's drag and drop. You can pick up the Simpsons whenever you want. Uh, I thought it was a good episode. Cool. <coughs> Excellent. So we'll. Quickly have a five-minute timeout here, then we'll be right back to talk about 3.4 children. Stay classy, folks.
I know you always want you were expecting an ad here, but you've got me again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am joined on this lovely ad space that we have here by um by uh, for a uh, former guest host on our lovely show, Mr. Jim Moon. Hello, folks. And I brought Jim Moon on for this very special ad because I want uh, Jim to talk about uh, his Patreon. Yes. Uh, yes, because uh, you do such a wonderful um, podcast. Thank uh, you. My, my pleasure. And, yeah, first of all, tell everyone a little bit about your, your podcasts. Uh, well, it started as one podcast, and then over the five years I've been doing it, I've sort of separated into four different titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I do readings of classic weird fiction and old crime stories as from the Great Library of Dreams. I do a, a book review show with a, my lovely guest host, Ms. Odile Thomas of uh, the Firefly Sending Away podcast as Tomagoria. Um, and then I do kind of the main monthly show, which is usually an in-depth review on something weird and wonderful. It might be sort of films, TV, comics, or books. Uh, I mean, I've just done a an epic five-part uh, retrospective on the late great Sir Christopher Lee, for example. Um, as as a hip, and that's the main show, Hypnagoria. Then I've got Microgoria, which is kind of often not that micro. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's they often run nearly as long as the main show, but the, the idea that that's kind of a bit more, a bit more informal and a bit more laid back, and um, I'm a bit naughtier and a bit cheekier, and talk about kind of fun things. And uh, at the moment, I've just been uh, recording um, a look back at a, an old children's book called Vampires, Werewolves, and Demons, which many people of a certain age remember for its highly inappropriate, gory illustrations. <laughs> um, and so you know, I do a weekly show every every week, and uh, I've been doing it quite quite a while. And um, so I've got plans to add a fifth show to the bow as well, wow. so about about folklore, um, and maybe another about old books as well. As the Microgoria series on when I've looked at old books have been very popular. Of uh, people seem to like to hear about uh, tomes they once had, and helped more than a few people going, "Oh, that was that book's called." That scared the life out of me. <laughs> um, so yes. Uh, uh, as I mean, as I've been doing it, we knew for five years. It's kind of I put a, you know a lot of work. It's a solo show, so you know I can't just rely on witty banter. I have to do a lot of hard work and research, um, and kind of I just found myself at a point kind of where, well, I'm actually well between jobs and doing this podcast takes up most of my time. To be honest, <laughs> it's, it's you know what I considered for a few years to be my proper job. Really, as it's the thing I you know care most about and most devoted to, and gives me immense satisfaction. And um, with kind of I've noticed with the the success of things like Kickstarter and Patreon, it's kind of well I thought can I actually you know, uh, you know make a go of actually sort of you know doing the podcast as an ongoing professional concern, as it were, or at least partly. Excellent. Um, you know, get a bit of income from it. I mean, I do it for the love of it, but at the same time, the love of it don't pay the bills, unfortunately. No, no it doesn't, yes. Uh, but, yeah. but that's that's why some clever people came up with Patreon, which, you know, if you don't know, it's kind of it's like Kickstarter, but rather than funding a single goal, uh, a, a Patreon account means you pledge a monthly or, or per-release amount to a creator if you enjoy their work, and... God knows there's a lot of creators <laughs> online who, you know, work very hard for for nothing. <laughs> definitely, um, definitely. It's, 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 you know, 
It's a wonderful idea. If you've, say, if you've not heard of it, do check it out. And, <coughs> you know, if you'd like to fund me, that would be lovely. Cool. There are rewards for people who um, extra podcasts and goodies for uh, yeah, how much you pledge. Uh, but say, if you don't want to fund me, do have a look and fund somebody else because there's there's so many people who do such brilliant work. You know, just just for the sheer love of it, but it does take us time and energy, and <laughs> it certainly does. You know, I'm, I've been listening to uh, your show since Hypnobob's fifty-three, <laughs> which <That's> a long time. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty eleven. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, well, please check out Jim's show. Uh, what's the website? Um, we've just now got a nice new. Uh, subdomain of all of our own which you can find at hypnobobs.geekplanetonline.com um, and from there you can uh, there's buttons to you can subscribe to you know podcast of your choice or iTunes or you can download the, rec- the uh, episodes direct or play them on the site as well excellent, excellent. Um, please check uh, Jim's podcast though it's an excellent podcast it hasn't put my personal seal of approval um, but uh, I want to tell our listeners about the actual reward levels. Uh, yes, um, I set the rewards fairly low. Um, it, it's because it's an American outfit; it's all in dollars. Um, so, uh, what I wanted to do is, uh, everyone who donated something, I know times are hard. <laughs> I'm out of work. I know it's times are hard. <laughs> but, um, you know, so I thought everyone who pledges should get something. And so for $1 a month, uh, you will get um, a digital art print of something weird and wonderful. It might say it might be a picture. It might be an old photo. It'll be something uh, related to the show. Um, and, you know, it's yours to do with what you will. And it will be print ready if you want to print out and hang it on the wall. For $3 a month, you get that, but also a little mini cast, which uh, will tell you something about the picture. There's always a story behind a picture. So if it's something say, a piece of artwork on a famous movie. I'll have some trivia about that movie. Or if it's just a strange image that perhaps has a very chilling story attached, I will reveal all. Um, and then for top, current and only top tier, for $6 a month, you get the hauntograph, as I call it, and the uh, recording explaining it. But then you also get a full-length um, Patreons-only show, uh, which I've currently called Inner Transmissions, which will... Uh, uh, be supplementary stuff to the main show and maybe some even some experimental stuff and um, it'll be the kind, the kind of nonsense you expect from me. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Please check uh, Jim Podcast out. As I said, it has my personal seal of approval and if you do like what you hear, then please consider uh, donating even if it's just a small amount to uh, Jim here. But um, I just want to say thanks to Jim um, let, uh, let me do this uh, little uh, piece with you and we're going to go back to the main show so I'll talk to you in a couple of seconds uh, and welcome back and now on the agenda is 2.4 children 2. 7 dials how does one have 2.4 children or is this the British the British American the British dream to have 2.4 children at a townhouse in London were they in London? Uh, no it's uh, well, the average uh, the average family is 2.2, that's two adults, two children. How, where the 4 comes on is that the dad is the 0.4 because he's, he's quite a uh, he's quite a, ch- oh, quite a child. 
See, I'm just glad that that got somewhere and that just didn't fall flat immediately. <laughs> I was afraid that was going to fall flat immediately and I was going to spend at least two minutes explaining it like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you, you can explain it anyway if you want. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody's really stopping you. Yeah, well, except I am, so. Oh, well, fine. Be that way, Aaron. Jeez. I will be that way. Fine. You be like that. Anyway. Yep. Uh, next question, please. Um. Okay, I thought John was gonna have something there. Yeah, I got nothing. So, 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 okay. As far as I can tell, this is just a British sitcom. Yeah. And do they always reference other television shows, or is it always just some sort of situational comedy for each episode? Uh, it's like, it's a it's a bizarre situation comedy. Okay. So they're not always just re- referencing some other television show. Sometimes it's just something completely out of the blue. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's, um, well, perhaps one of the most sub- submersive primetime family sitcoms. How, how is it subversive? I mean, it, uh, it, it seems, you know, following the standard sitcom formula, you know. Yeah. Bumbling dad, really smart mom. Yeah. You know, sarcastic kids. Also, I'd like to point out, am I, am I the only one that's getting tired of that trope? Wait, you mean you're tired of the trope that's been making money in the same formula for years and years and years? Nah. Yeah. Well, to, give a, anything new. To, to give a bit of background, they said on the BBC from 1991 to 1999. Oh, well. Cool. Uh, the, yeah. The final episode. Yeah. Or we can uh, call it over there series. Yeah. And it ran for 56 episodes, with the final episode airing on December the 30th, 1999. <laughs> uh, they didn't make any more because the uh, main one of the main uh, the dad the actor Gary Olsen uh, actually died from cancer the following September oh that's horrible um, but it was in- it was incredibly popular they, they had audiences of uh, up to 14 million oh damn uh, their, their average viewing figures were between 6 and 9 hmm so it's the British version of The Simpsons. Or not, um, but whatever, guys. Fine. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was, I was kind of, try, I was watching this. I was like, what is, what is an American equivalent of this? And I really couldn't come up with one. Full House, maybe. Uh, maybe Full House. Yeah, I guess given the time period. The reason why it's subversive is that, well, in The Simpsons, you know, it's mainly featured around Homer, and sitcoms are usually featured around the dad. Um, the wife was the was the main well the main star, and more episodes were featured around her than the husband. Hmm. Um, they had some excellent episodes, but on the other hand, they had some really really awful ones. You mean like half of this episode? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into that in a second. Uh, how many writers did they have on this? Uh, overall, as I go back to go to my notes uh, uh, one yeah. well, it's hair mess whatever uh, yeah um, I'll just confirm that for you yeah Andrew Marshall wrote all, all the episodes except three Three in season, he, uh, he wrote all the episodes apart from three in season seven. 
which I think is quite fantastic, actually. Admit, admit. How, how fantastic is it? Well, how many other shows do uh, do that? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm just being a smartass. I'm sorry, Shane. <laughs> any, any other questions? Um, now, you said that this had a total of 56 episodes? Yeah. Over eight years? Yeah. How many episodes do they have in a season? About five or six. Yeah. Yeah, this, this was a this was a midweek sitcom, so I first season aired on a Tuesday, I believe. Uh, well, season seven had seven episodes. Season five had six. So season eight had or season six had eight. So yeah, but that includes the Christmas specials, mm. potentially. Seasons in Britain are weird. Yeah, because uh, they're not even called seasons; they're called series. What the hell? Weirdo Brits. Good. Yeah, because season eight, according to uh, Wikipedia, has eight episodes, even though one of them was the Christmas special. So, so we're getting to the episode, shall we? Are we? Well, if you want to. All right, we can. And it's a. What do you think of the theme tune, actually? Um, I I didn't. Very very 90s feel to it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really uh, uh, make note of it much. Just. To me, it was kind of generic. Okay. Because um, a few people these days uh, say it's akin to a ch- ch- uh, children's television program. And I'm sure I'm going to get a hate mail for that. It's not what I say, it's what people say on the internet. <laughs> what? You know you can't have a diversive uh, opinion on the internet. You had nothing but hate speech then. Check yes. your privilege, Shane. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, we cut, the first scene is the husband waking up at 3am in the morning. F that. Yes. Just a prank. I must have missed (laughs) it. I must have missed the alarm. I'm sure you did. Yes. Go back to sleep. Yeah. While I sneak downstairs and make a phone call. Yes. On my gigantic 90s phone. Yes. (laughs) Yes, and what I what I love about that scene actually is the fact he opens the fridge, and we see him perfect, and we see him perfect shot Tropicana behind, <laughs> slightly slightly blurred out so you can't quite read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a BBC darling. We don't have any product placement. Not supposed to anyway. <laughs> I just wish I thought it was her there. It's so funny. Couldn't have just like turned the bottle or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ever since so, so, the of focus, so you can't quite read it, even though we all know what it is. Did you not have that in the shot? Yeah. What, whatever. Whatever. So anyway, yeah. So he makes a phone call, goes out, and he he meets um, Robert Lloyd Park. So he gets up at three a.m. just to prank his buddy, who's a plumber. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call them blood, uh, buddies. <laughs> Acquaintances. Okay, Are you happy with that, John? Uh, it'll suffice for now, I guess. Yes. Uh, quite is um, quite funny actually, because um, his father, um, the plumber guy, his father was actually in um, an episode of The Prisoner. Really? Hmm. Which one? Uh, I think. <sighs> Uh, let me just double check. I don't want to uh, 
trying to think. I think it was. I think it was the general. I think. I think. I think it was the general. The um. Uh, when uh, number six is um, looking, doing the self-portrait, and we find that it's all those cubes and circles and stuff. Mm. It's totally not a boat. It's modern art. Yes. So the church no, no. got in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll, well, if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm sure that was it. Was it? It, it, it definitely appeared in the prison, and if I put the wrong scene, I apologize. How could you, Shane? How could you? <laughs> but yes, he follows me. If I can diverge for two seconds, this, this guy. Yeah, I know it's, a, it's divergent. Uh, this guy is following me everywhere these at the moment because, of course, I was doing the Deadwood podcast just a few weeks ago. Please check them out. How many podcasts no. are you on? He's on all of them. I'll just yes. about all of them at this point. All I swear he is. All the podcasts. Yeah. Thanks for making us look bad, Shane. <laughs> the Hoople, the Hoople cast, which is the Deadwood podcast, and we decided to do an episode of Lovejoy, completely at random. Oh, I and, remember that. I yeah. used to watch Lovejoy all the time. And he appeared, and he was a guest star in the episode. He is following you. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so he goes out and says he p- p- uh, pranks his friend, as you quite rightly say, as a plumber. And uh, yeah, so we do anything more to say on that before we move on. Um, I don't know if it says something about me, but I thought that was probably the one really good joke in this episode. Okay. Uh, the bad leak. The bad leak, yeah. And for anyone who hasn't uh, watched the episode, what they do is he he calls him to this uh, uh, show house in the neighborhood saying that there's a bad leak in the upstairs bathroom. So he ends up getting the night watchman to let him in, and the plumber and him go upstairs, and... They open the bathroom, and there's a sign on the wall that says "bad leak," and it's pointing to a here a, it is a, a, a rotted leak that's taped to the wall. The vegetable yes. that that I thought was the one good joke in this entire episode. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly. Maybe I'm just a jerk. Yeah. Uh, anyway, shall we cut to the following morning? We shall. Yeah, I just. You just you just actually described that incredibly good, even better than me. Do you want to take it from here? No, no, I don't. You sure? Yes. Okay, just thought I, just thought I'd ask. This is your show, Shane. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, we cut to the following morning, and uh, we actually introduced, well, for you guys anyway, to the son and the daughter. Um, want to say anything about them? Um, I thought they were both kind of annoying. Really? Okay. I mean, they're definitely your standard teenagers. My parents don't listen to me or understand me, and why the heck are we all awake at three in the frickin' morning? <laughs> yep. The, um, uh, the daughter was uh, quite well-known, actually, over here. She was quite a famous child actress. She performed um, with a twin sister um, in the long-running children's television program Grange Hill. Um, she dated, and I'm gonna get, and I'm probably gonna get the wrong one now, but she dated, I think she dated Declan of the famous Anton Deck. You don't know who I'm talking about? I have no idea what that is, Shane. Okay, Anton Deck, okay. Um, they, they were also very, very famous. They're still 
child actors are f incredibly famous still now, actually, with their uh, incredibly annoying Saturday Night's Takeaway. Uh, this was actually the second um, person to take on the role of the daughter. Uh, <coughs> Did they do a mid-season uh, replacement? Uh, no, uh, the first one only appeared in the first three seasons. Mm. And that particular per the particular person that actually went on to marry Ski Ulrich from um, Scream. I, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. It sounds right to me. Yes. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, yes. it's been a while since I've seen Scream. Um, yep. So they ha they get into a bit of they get into a uh, well bit of an argument, shall I say? And we get to the, we um, cut to the following day at work, and then another argument ensues, and it looks like there's going to be a bit of fisticuffs. Are they even at work, or are they just have at at, at a diner? Yeah, I thought they were at a diner. You're, you are certainly, you are certainly, out, you are certainly. You know, between and because the 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 plumber is no longer isn't the childish that is. What do you say, Star Wars or is it Star Trek? Uh, I don't know. I didn't make a note of that one. Sorry. Yeah, childish interest in Star Trek. It's what he tells him. Yeah. And he's put his allegiance with a much more mature series, The Prisoner. Yeah. And I'm just I. Uh, what do you think of that? What What does it matter? <laughs> clearly, uh, the, clearly, these two grown men have not left the twelve year old playground of my my fandom is better than your fandom. Your fandom is stupid and childish. That's why. That's where the point four comes from. That's, but there isn't anything wrong with the prisoner, as I'm sure you've read about this by now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we have the, uh, and we have the old gag of the door slam, and the clock comes off the wall, rolls down, and hits him on the head with the vase. Yes, conveniently knocks him out. Yes, indeed. But wait, then he promised to be at his son's recital today. Yes. I'm sure he'll still be there. Of course. He's got a few hours to wake back up. Yeah. Certainly nothing will happen to him. Uh, then we cut to the beep lot. Is the mom and her friend, I guess, looking yeah. for retail space? They're... Yeah. For something? Yeah. I'm assuming this is a running thing throughout the season? Yeah. Okay. That's quite bizarre. This is where, and I'm going to diverge from this episode, but and it's been quite a while since I've seen uh, 2.4 children in its entirety. Um, but there was one scene which I remember vividly, and it's um, the mother walking through a subway, and the lights turn red, and we see Freddy Krueger's glove, and and it, that takes about four or five episodes for it to play out. So even though you can watch um, a, a single episode that we're well, that we're doing tonight, there are you know. That there are um, plots running through episodes. There are there are, are, are there are story arcs. And um, do you want to talk about the fashion actually before we get into the episode? Before we continue. So after busting into the warehouse space. No, I wasn't even talking about that. Oh, were you talking about her friend's ridiculously large ball earrings? Yes. Oh, it's so nineties. 
Yeah. Short hair, long earrings. Uh. There's nothing you can. There's nothing you can say about that apart from, you know. What? What were we thinking back then? Fashion alert. I don't know. I don't know. I I didn't. And they somehow magically have the padlock key. Yeah, because it was the same uh, padlock that they used on another thing, so they had a spare key. Yeah. Which I'm pretty yeah. sure padlocks don't work like that, but whatever. And that's, a, and that's the key that I had with the skeleton, this, the skeleton key. Do they still make skeleton keys anymore? Yeah. Yeah, they still exist. They're not as widely used, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they break in. As long as they're not doing anything illegal. Yeah. Now, I don't remember what the pretext for them breaking in was. Okay. Well, technically they're not breaking in. It's an uh, unlawful entry. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What, what What was their excuse for going inside? Nobody knows. So, Aaron, you're going to take that. Hold on, I'm I'm going I'm going back to it real quick. Okay, sorry. I know I know they're looking for it because someone's wanting to rent it, and I guess they were trying to see inside. Yeah, yeah. They, they and that's like space for something, like her business or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the, the the mother is very 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 much of a go getter. Question is, what is she getting? She's very, she's very very much the alpha female. So they break in, and we cut to the school. Weren't, weren't, they're not there. They, yeah, exactly. And he's uh, justifiably a little annoyed. Because they promised they would be there. Mm. Then we cut to uh, the, the, the father waking up, a la... The prisoner. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> the whole reason we're watching this episode. Yep. I, I thought they recreated that opening sequence pretty well. Yeah. Was, yeah, that was pretty well recreated. Yeah. Okay, so, again, being I've never been to England, how long exactly would it take to drive from suburbs of London to Port Marion? Uh, very good question. It would take at least four or five hours. So, he's been unconscious for more than four or five hours. He should probably go to a hospital. Yes. <laughs> he's probably got a serious concussion going on right there. Yep, definitely. Uh, I'll just Google it. Uh, according to Google Maps, it's about four and a half hours. Oh, that was quick, Aaron. From Jeez. from, yeah. Lon- from London to Port Marion. Yeah. If you take M four M four forty, it's it's four and a quarter if you take the M one. Yes, but still, your point is uh, your point is taken. So he wakes. So he said we he wakes up and he puts on the famous jacket. <laughs> Because none of his clothes were there. Hmm. Then we cut back to the warehouse. And they're looking inside the warehouse. Then we cut back to Port Marion. And the father is having a wander around. They, they basically just re- That whole sequence, they just basically recreate the first episode of uh, Arrive. Yeah. Hmm. And he goes to the cafe, exactly like number six did. Well. And asks the waitress, where is he? And he can't get out exactly like number <laughs> six did. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you can't leave. You gotta wonder if the people who actually live in Port Marion, you know, I'm sure they get plenty of people coming in doing the whole number six thing, especially at that cafe. You, know, you gotta wonder if they if they just play along or if they just start throwing things at people. 
<laughs> Where's well, the hotel? Yeah, but you mean you know people coming in being like, "Where am I?" Dressed up like the prisoner. Yeah. It's an incredibly expensive hotel. Mm. Something it's something like two hundred pounds a night. Damn. Wow. Even to go in as a day visitor, the entrance fee is like something like ten to fifteen pounds. Ugh. Got to pay a fee to go inside. Jeez. Yep. Yep, you do. Damn. Anyway. Yep. Uh, a lot of these um, extras actually were from the um, were actually prisoner fans who actually come went along for the shoot. Nice. So yes, and uh, he has a wood. The waitress goes inside, and we see the first appearance of our friend Rover in the background. <laughs> I just like how uh, I just like how he's the only one that notices Rover. Everybody else just completely ignores it. Yep. Then we cut back to the warehouse, and they are trying on dresses. Yep. Uh, who's, can talk about- whose warehouse did it end up being? I'm forgetting. Shirley Bass's. Shirley Bass's, yeah. 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 And, yeah. Aaron? I, I, I wasn't aware dress warehouses were a thing. <laughs> totally uh, a to, thing. Be honest, to be honest with you, I didn't, I, I didn't realize it was either, so... Uh, I'm guessing they made it up for the show. Well, when you have that many dresses, you have to put them somewhere. That's, well, that's true. And yep. our warehouse in London is as good as places as any, I suppose. So, yeah, to re- they realise it is uh, Shirley Bass's warehouse. And they're, they're, um, they're quite shocked. And they start trying on dresses. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, when you're in somebody else's private property, first thing you start doing is screwing with other people's stuff. Yes. Exactly. Especially trying them on. Indeed. So, yeah, so then, then we cut back to Port Marion, and he's being followed by Rover. Again. Yeah. I like how they went with a, with a semi-Jaws theme for it. Yeah. And it's a game of cat and mouse. He's trying to get out, and Rover keeps blocking his back. Yes. And they have a foot, they have a foot chase, and Rover can't get through the gap. <laughs> well, he is a giant balloon. Yes. And he he runs throughout Port um Port Marion, still think he can get away from Rover, and then it suddenly appears behind him. Well, you know, Rover actually has the same ability that Jason Voorhees has. You know, he just he just teleports. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter how fast you're going, he will always get ahead of you. Then we cut back to the school, and we see the uh, son and daughter having a conversation. How well, they're not here? Yeah. Because they hate you. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Or something. Or worse to that effect. And so he outsmarts his buddy, and he leaves the village. Ends up stealing his buddy's truck too. Yep. But you know. Compared to kidnapping, grand theft auto, unlawful entry, uh, malicious use of public of private property, you know, they're just racking up the felonies here. Yep. Racking up all the felonies. Now I can totally see why this show is subversive by having all of these uh they are all wanted all of these felonies. crimes. <laughs> and I'm back. Welcome back, Jane. So the house phone went off. Everybody's anyway, so- 
So yeah, so uh, we were chat we were chatting about the fact that we saw the daughter and the son outside, and the son was um, annoyed that the parents weren't there. Now, this seems to be a. Uh, I got the feeling that this was a running gag in the whole series about the kids mm-hmm. being disappointed with the parents. Yeah. Uh, okay, I was right. And of course, the the, the uh, great line about the about that's doing something really boring. <laughs> They're probably out there doing something really boring. And that he's running from his life from the rover. Yeah. And they're uh, and they're tr- they're trying on dresses. And they're vid- then they're, of course they're videoing each other as well. Because why wouldn't you with the gigantic bulky nineties? Uh, uh... Yeah. Then they realize the time and they panic and try to get out of there. <laughs> and of course uh, the father's trying to get out of the village as well. And we f- he finally find he finally finds the way out sign. And you find you actually find the van as well. And then he steals the van. Well no we're actually we're talking about no no he actually sees Rover. And Rover's blocking him. And And it's, then it's a, then we then we find out who's actually controlling Rover. Mr. Plumber. Yeah. And the foot trace is on yet again. But this time it's actually a it's actually a uh, uh, a bad pin that pops burst rover. <laughs> then he steals the van. Well, it makes me wonder why didn't Kaiser from doing things like that in the original? Yeah, I know. We we saw the we saw the fork. We saw yeah we saw the fork in the Simpsons episode. We see we seen the pin in this episode. Did we ever see anything forkish that he could get control of though in the original series? Well, he had utensils. Come on. Yeah. He had a whole kitchenette set. Yeah. And he got really mad when women couldn't make tea. Yes. Well, tea that wasn't completely drugged. Yeah, drug tea. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So we cut back and uh, to the house, and uh, they all come in at a, almost exactly the same time, and they've missed the performance. Because they're horrible people. Yeah. But lo and behold, he's won. Well, that's, that's, Hooray! Well, that's before he... Uh, that, that's after he... Uh, Gives them the speech about how he murdered everyone in the uh, yeah that's true uh, stage because they weren't there that's true that's, yeah that's true but yeah but it, it's good that any anyone which is which is great and then we have the end yeah we do yeah with the uh, rover appearing in the window <laughs> well he missed Shirley Bassett calling for the mom asking about her camcorder yes oh yeah I forgot about that. You know, it's a good thing they didn't set up any alarms there while they were going around trying on the dresses. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, so we end the episode with Sh- Shirley Bessie on the phone. Rover outside. Just a, just a normal day in the household. What kind of house do they live in? Oh, my God. Townhouse? Or is it a crazy house? Okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> So that's two point four children. Uh, questions, answers, etc. No. Yeah, I got nothing. I, I I got nothing. There there were no words for this episode. I I I feel compared to what the Simpsons tried to do, yeah. it at least well, did a better better connection to the prisoner and the fact that you know it was kind of kind of in your face. Yeah. But at the same time, the 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 B plot was kind of. We needed to have it so we we could use the other actors. I felt like. Yeah. 
personally, I, I feel like this is one of those series where you have to watch uh, the rest of it to get a lot of the context for the humor because they're referencing stuff that happened before, and you know, the I think at some point the son mentioned something about dis- uh, like constant disappointment or something like that. Um, also, while the, the the Simpsons was doing a direct parody, two point four children seems like it's doing like, oh hey, we all like the prisoner. Let's let's do an episode with prisoner stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, I posted in the uh, prisoner Facebook group that I um, like, that I run. Um, quick poll: What do you think is better? This prison, the Simpsons prisoner episode, or the 2.4 children, uh, 2.4 children prisoner episode, and uh, we had a lot of 2.4 children. I don't that's, um, uh, votes. I think we only had one Simpsons. Really? Let's have a look. One. Yeah. Five votes for the 2.4 and one vote for The Simpsons. Huh. Which is quite, which is, uh, quite uh, interesting. The, uh, the original script, actually, and I will put this into the um, Skype chat, so bear with me one moment. There we go. That was the opening page of the script. Episode 5, Seven Dials. And, eh. it, yeah, eh. in the... Uh, yeah. The penny farthing up there as well. Yeah, number two. Yeah, quite a yeah, uh, quite a um, yeah, yeah. Quite nice. It's, it's quite an interesting piece of mem- memorabilia. Uh, e- and anything else? Oh, we all out. Um, I I'm out. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, cool. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, out the two, what would you say would be better? Um, just out of context, uh, I'd say The Simpsons, but that's mostly because I know The Simpsons, and okay. I, I don't really know any of the in-jokes that are going on inside 2.4 Children. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to kind of agree with, with that. I mean, yeah, the, the 2.4 Children, you know, kind of actually had more, you know, prisoner material in it. Yeah. But... Beyond that, it was it was kind of a, I don't quite get what's going on. I have no other context for this show other than it's prisoner-related for 2.4 children. At least The Simpsons, I kind of I kind of knew some of the stuff that was coming on, and, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've, we've got, actually, we've got an email. Actually, I almost forgot to read the email that we had, we've got in. We do have an email. We do have an email. Does it, somebody want to take that? Give me a minute, let me bring it up. PrisonerIntroCast at gmail.com. Send us all your comments and your hate mail. We haven't had any hate mail yet. Well, we are on the internet. Give it time. Yes. Uh, We have an email from Harold. Good old dependable Harold. Indeed. Uh, And Harold says, I enjoyed both of these parodies. I think my favorite moment uh, was the fellow in Port Marion being chased by a rover, followed by the Simpsons getting gassed by their dog. I'm glad that McGoon was willing to participate in the Simpsons episode. That's all he has. Yes, indeed, and that's the only email. Uh, but if you want to email us, you can all you can always email us at theprisonerintrocast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find us 
on Facebook. Just search for In the Village, a prisoner intro cast. Please, we want your emails. Give us we all want of your emails. Yes, indeed. Hate mail, we don't care. We haven't had any hate mail yet, so... Give it time. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Uh, but next time we'll be talking about sh- uh, the comic Shattered, Shattered Visage. Visage. Yes, indeedy. You have to be snooty when you say it. It's Visage. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you both have it, or...? No. I have it. You have it, John. Excellent. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, hey, uh, for anybody who's interested in picking it up so they can read along with us, it is published by DC Comics, written by Dean Motter and Mark Aswick, with David Horgan and Richard Lewis. Uh, yeah, it's just the prisoner shattered this out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's going to be quite interesting for me is that I've never actually read it myself. The gasp. So we're we're all jumping in blind. Oh no 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 no! I've had the um, I've had the uh, audio play for years. Uh, the audio play there's a few um, alterations from the original source material, but uh, the audio play is available download for free from Broken Sea. Yeah, Broken com. Now, was that a fan project? Uh, it's, uh, not, well, yeah, I would say yes. Um, it's, yes, it's, Broken Sea Audio is a fan audio production company. Huh. Uh, that, they, and they did a, um, they did a four episode, it's all available down there for free, but it's in four episodes off their website, so if you can't get a hold of the comic, in time, then um, have a listen to their uh, audio drama, and it, it is a very good audio drama. As I said, there are a few minor authorizations from the comic book itself, but what they are, uh, I'm not always familiar with them because, as I said, I haven't read the comic until now. Uh, but one last thing, and that is, of course, we want to thank the band Do Not Forsake Me. Oh my darling, for that, let's use their theme music. You can uh, find them at do not forsake dot com. Uh, please, you check them out. They are an amazing little band. And if you do go to their website and download something, um, please let them know that we sent you there. There's still time that they can come on the show. Indeed, the same. Indeed, Sophia and Michael, you're more than welcome to come on if you want to. Just send me a message. Please come on the show. Yes, indeed. Uh, but that is it. Hopefully, next time we will have the uh, uh, Anthony uh, back, fingers crossed, as our guest. But until next time, be seeing you. Be seeing. Bye, everybody. Bye.